0: Hello and welcome to the Bear Facts on Health. I'm your host, WGN medical reporter, Dina Bear. This is the podcast that aims to help you take care of your body physically and mentally. I'll give you the facts and up-to-date research on cutting-edge medical treatments, technological advancements helping people heal, tips for diagnosing disease with ease, and advice on exercise and healthy eating. With so much noise and misinformation in the digital space, we aim to help you make informed decisions about your health. Today we are talking about how toothpaste may help your heart. Yes, you heard me correctly. In addition to giving you a winning smile, taking care of your teeth and gums can make a huge difference for heart health, helping ward off heart attacks and strokes. There is a new toothpaste and it may be the wave of the future. It works by identifying plaque so you can focus on areas where it's accumulating in the mouth. Doctors have long known heart attacks and strokes are linked to poor oral health and the bacteria that builds up in the mouth, which then travels through the bloodstream. Florida Atlantic researchers tested what's called Plaque HD. It's a plaque-identifying toothpaste, and they found those who used it had lower levels of C-reactive protein. That's a marker for both heart attack and stroke risk. The path to better oral hygiene with that toothpaste had the power to protect from heart risks. So here now to talk about the importance of oral health overall is Dr. Lena Kabar from Family Dental of Roscoe here in Roscoe Village. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So let's talk first about what maybe the signs are of poor oral health. So there are plenty signs. Um, I believe that the patients, the first
1: thing they notice is that when they come to the clinic, they will let me know, oh, well, my gums are bleeding when I brush my teeth. So that's one of the first signs I would believe that they notice. And then um, you also would have that red swollen gums. Um, Sometimes you notice that the gums are receding. Some people would have um, loose teeth, um, even toothache. So yeah, it could be a few few factors.
0: And then if they let that go and don't get help and don't find out how to better take care of their teeth, what are some of the ultimate consequences? So as the
1: bacteria keep growing inside your mouth, um, the inflammation keeps getting worse because that's your body's reaction to this bacteria. And then it start causing you to lose gum and then lose bone. And then when you lose bone, that's basically the support for the teeth. Um, you eventually end up losing all your teeth if you just let it go.
0: And it's not just the teeth and the mouth. This connection mm-hmm. between heart health and oral health has been coming into focus over the last several years. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you talk to your patients about? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We always go through medical history. Um, uh, it's
1: always uh, when you notice somebody that has a poor oral health, um, a lot of them do have like a, a diabetes, Um blood pressure, kind of heart problems. So the body is one big connection. So of course, um, this inflammation inside the mouth, it can travel through the bloodstream, as you said, and um, it can cause
0: inflammation inside the body as well. And when you think about inflammation, it's so bad for Mm -hmm. aging us, but also even affecting our joints.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Rheumatoid arthritis, any
0: kinds of inflammatory diseases inside the body. So There has been a recent report Mm -hmm. by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I was shocked by this statistic. 47.2% of American adults 30 years and older have some form of periodontal disease. That seems so young to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very widespread disease. And people think that, oh,
1: it's just for the elderly. It won't catch up to me. I even see um, kids, I mean, they're in their early 20s. Yeah, we check their gums and it's even not so. gingivitis is like the first uh, disease and then periodontitis when it's actually affecting more your bones. So they even have bone loss and yeah problems. So you
0: got to be on top of your oral health for sure. And I know as parents of young children, we're constantly telling our kids Mm -hmm. to to brush Brush their teeth and they don't want (laughs) to (laughs) listen, but it is so impactful as they age, even into early adulthood. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. So you got to be on top of it. I know
1: it's kind of nagging to (laughs) keep telling the kids brush your teeth floss but I mean it's just the way it has to be you gotta be on top of it otherwise it'll just add up slowly and then you always have to be proactive rather than reactive because the cost of treatment the length of it it's very hard Um, it's draining emotionally
0: physically so it's easier just to protect your teeth and keep them healthy Right, so Mm -hmm. be the nag and potentially save their lives ultimately. So this new toothpaste sounds so great, Mm -hmm. but it's just being developed. Are there other ways that we can see how well we're doing when we are brushing our teeth? Yeah, so there's some disclosing tablets that we
1: use in the dental office. So we let the patients, um, they brush their teeth, and then you basically chew those uh, chewing tablets for a few seconds, and then you rinse your mouth, and then it has like that red color, so it sticks to the plaque and the buildup, and then you give a patient a mirror, and then they look in it, and they'll be shocked how much plaque is still
0: Sitting on the teeth. So when you do those, I remember doing mm-hmm. those with my dentist as well yeah. and thinking. I know, I brush my teeth yeah. really mm-hmm. well. Do you find that people say, yes, I brushed well, and oh, yeah. then they look and say, oh, my goodness? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: They're shocked because a lot of things like you think that you're really brushing, um, there's a lot of spaces between the teeth, so you got to be very careful, make sure you're looking in the mirror and
0: covering all the tooth surfaces. So, you're not so when you talk about brushing, mm-hmm. how much time should we be spending? Because I think it varies tremendously. Yeah. So it should be two minutes. Um, You've got to spend 30 seconds
1: per quadrant. So the moth has, you can split it into four quadrants. What I tell kids is to sing happy birthday um, four times. So, yeah, so that's kind of two minutes. I have patients that <laughs> the parents like, thank you for this advice. <laughs> no, the kid is singing happy birthday all day. <laughs> you just got to find creative ways. I mean, there's also other um, more technology like uh, um, toothbrushes, uh, very smart toothbrushes that can um, detect. Uh, it will let you know exactly um, how long you have to brush. So it will be for each quadrant. And then um, it will tell you if you're missing one tooth, um, you're not really brushing that one surface and then also pressure sensitivity so it will let you know you're putting too much pressure on the gums because you know the gums are sensitive so they can recede
0: very quickly Okay, so we use Mm -hmm. technology for everything else to enhance our lives. I was thinking about putting a timer on my phone for the two minutes. But I want to talk more in depth about Mm. this new toothbrush. Mm -hmm. Where do we get it? How expensive is it? Mm -hmm. And do you feel, as a dentist, that it really works? Yeah, absolutely. I
1: mean, I have a lot of patients that use regular toothbrush, and then I let them know, please, can you go to electric toothbrush? And they do notice a big difference. The one that I use that I really like, it's called Philips Diamond Clean. Um, I got it from... Amazon. I mean, you can get it from any pharmacy. Um, It's a little bit pricey. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, my. But I mean, you connect it to your phone and honestly, it saves your teeth. This is a very small price to pay compared, you know, to getting invasive dental, you know, uh, treatment that you need.
0: One of the things you mentioned about that toothbrush is it talks about the pressure Mm -hmm. that you're applying on the teeth. And I know there is some debate. Do you use a soft toothbrush? Do you use a hard toothbrush? How much pressure should we be applying? Because I I think when we think of the concept of, okay, clean, you you think, I've got to scrub harder. (laughs) And that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, that's
1: that's not true. So always use a soft, uh, bristle toothbrush, um, never medium or hard. And then, um, the way to do it is the same amount of, pressure that you write with a pencil is the same thing you put on your teeth. So you don't want to put too much pressure. And then with the electric toothbrush, all you have to do is just let it sit on the teeth. Just let it do its job. Don't go back and forth. Don't put a lot of pressure on the gums because they're very sensitive. And once they recede, they don't come back. You have to do um, any like
0: advanced uh, treatment to actually fix it. I think about when I get sick, I replace my toothbrush. Mm-hmm. So if you invest in this pricey toothbrush, does it have replacement T- brushes?
1: Yeah. So you, and, and then we'll even let you know, like it will have a sign that this is time for you to change the... The tip of the toothbrush. Oh yeah. boy, Very it is smart. smart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the other mm-hmm. that is so dreaded for so many people, and that is flossing. Mm-hmm. I love the feeling after I floss, but a lot of people say, "Okay, it hurts." And when it hurts the first time, then they don't do it, mm-hmm. and then it becomes sort of a self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy where it gets worse and worse. Yeah, it's
1: like a vicious cycle, you know. So the first time you're doing it, it's gonna hurt because the gums are not used to this floss going in between the teeth, and the gum is probably inflamed because all that food and plaque is getting stuck in between the teeth. People think that flossing, um, brushing teeth only is not enough. But once you start flossing, you'll see how much plaque and food is actually stuck between the teeth. And this
0: will cause all this gum disease, decay. So you always got to floss at least once daily. So you can test yourself, obviously, by brushing and then flossing and realizing, oh my goodness, there's stuff Uh on the floss. Is that the order that we are supposed to do it in Brush first and then floss?
1: floss. Yeah, I mean, as long as, I mean, some people do floss, brush, brush, floss. I mean, as long as you're doing both of them, I like to brush first, then floss, make sure everything is out and then rinse with a mouth rinse and then you should be good to go how many times a day? So brushing uh, morning, night, and then flossing once at night should be good enough if you want to do more. I mean, I have patients that floss three times and their gum are gorgeous. Their teeth are beautiful. So it doesn't really hurt as long as you're doing it properly. You're not really injuring the gums,
0: things like that. When you think about it and you talk to your patients about Mm -hmm. the implications of poor oral health, do you find that people may be don't really believe you and don't know how important this is.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes some people, they're like, yeah, yeah, I know I got a brush. I got a floss. I'm not really doing it. And then I take a lot of intraoral pictures and I show them like this is exact because people can't really see what I'm seeing inside their mouth. So I always take pictures. I show them, look, your gums receding. It's very inflamed. You know, you're getting cavities in a really weird areas because you're not really brushing your teeth uh, properly. So yeah so just more awareness the more they see it they kind of believe that it's it's very important
0: and when it comes to cosmetic dentistry i think a lot of people think okay there's a safeguard i can always do something else to make my teeth look good but having your own is going to be a lot less maintenance long-term and and really better, no? Oh, 100%. I mean, having
1: your own teeth. I mean, even with implants, you do kind of lose some kind of sensation. Some people even say with taste. So, And it's a really long process. It's really good to have your own teeth, keep them healthy. And then, I mean... A dental implants any work inside your mouth like anything else it will break down um, and it's probably faster your natural teeth and then also they say that um, plaque tend to get more um, accumulated around ta- crowns bridges than your actual teeth so your actual teeth are the best thing to defend all that plaque from your teeth yeah All
0: right, one final Mm -hmm. message
1: for our listeners
0: to to go home and (laughs) do. Don't
1: forget to brush your teeth and and floss, and always do. Don't forget your dental checkups. They're very important. Every six months, visit your doctor, your dentist, yeah, and make sure anything bothers you. Pick up the phone and call your dentist. So that's the
0: recommendation. Every Mm -hmm. six months, months. go in, get your teeth cleaned Mm -hmm. and checked. Checked, Exactly, yeah. Take x-rays, exams, cleanings. Dr. Lena Kabar, thank you so thank much. You From me. Family Dental of Roscoe, your insight was wonderful and the push toward a more beautiful smile and more importantly, better overall health. Thank you so much. I hope this week's podcast was helpful to you. Remember, you can subscribe to the Bare Facts on Health on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Dina Bear. Until next week. Take care of yourself and be well.